Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome back to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. You can find out more about me at geraldpeters.info. Wow, happy Veterans Day. So today, I don't have a guest. It's one of my talks that I give sometimes on Twitter. I do these Twitter Twitter spaces, it's called on Twitter. It's like an audio live. There's no video. And I tend to reserve these for mindset, manifestation, law of attraction, wealth building, just just you know the concepts, the the mind thought. The, the, you know, it's not practical steps like how to execute a trade or how to buy a property or how to, you know, increase sales in your business. It's just thoughts and ideas and and sometimes an unusual thought, sometimes a paragraph, sometimes a sentence can be what inspires you. I would encourage you this week to look for motivation, look for inspiration in unlikely places. Sometimes it'll come from what not to do. And I get a lot of that, believe me. I'm very outgoing when it comes to speaking to people about money, stocks, and investing. And if you're around me very long, I'm probably gonna push you on that issue. A lot of people get nervous about that, but not everyone. Some people open up, and I've made a lot of money by 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 doing that, by my nature of poking and pushing on people and talking to them about investing. Keep your eyes open, man. All of the money that you want is in the pockets, purses, wallets, checkbooks, and credit cards of other people, but you got to be looking for it. And don't forget, we're looking to serve other people. Man, I hope you enjoy this talk. Appreciate it. Oh, by the way, happy Veterans Day. Yes, 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 man. What's going on? What is going on, man? We, um, what is going on, man? Literally, it's been quiet out here all day. I come out to do this and not two minutes before I turn it on, chainsaws start going off in all fucking directions around me. I don't know what they're cutting. So this may be a bust. If it is, I understand. Go do what you're doing. Um, if you've been around me much, you've heard me talk about this book, The Science of Getting Rich. It's just a, it's a really, it's an old book. I put chapter four. I was going to do chapter five is what I meant to do. It's an old book. This book was written in 1905, man. It's one of the, and the dude that wrote it, um, where did this, uh, Wallace Waddles, it, you know, he wrote this book in 1905 and it uses, um, you know, it's very, very uh, male-based pronouns, but he uses, it's, it's just poetic language. And some people have a hard time with the book. Like it's, uh, maybe it offends their religion or something. And it's like, it's not, man. It's just like a, it's just a, a, a way of viewing things. It's, it's like poetry is really what it is. He's trying to say it in a way that everyone can understand. Um, Wallace Waddles, he really went by Wallace D. Waddles. The interesting thing about the book, he, he, was, an, he was what they called an American New Thought uh, writer. 
I have that terminology on my podcast. I, I, I haven't done them in a while, but I used to do a podcast on Apple iTunes under this same title, The Science of Getting Rich. And I was just working my way through the book and I would start over and I would, you know, stuff from my life and stories and this and that and experimenting with stuff. And I say on there that I'm new thought and new thought is terminology for some people might say it's esoteric or it, it, it's where stuff like the law of attraction comes from. You know, is it bullshit? I don't know. It doesn't cost you anything to think like that. I think belief, uh, belief is something we decide, man. You know, you choose to, you, 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 you can choose to love something. You can choose to care about something. You can choose what you believe in. And it, it, what it did for me was just, it helped with my vision and it's 17 chapters. And for me, it was, I liked it better than the book Think and Grow Rich. I mean, maybe a lot of you have read that. It's worth a read. It's a good book. But this book here, I could just open it anywhere and I could get something out of it, man. And, and he says in the beginning of the book, and the funny thing is, he's a, like I said, he's a very obscure guy. When he died, he didn't have a lot of money. That's the weird thing. Uh, he says the book is not pragmatical, it's not philosophical, but it's a practical manual. And I don't know if I would call it a practical manual. Um, you know, from his point of view, it was like, if you apply these principles, you will, your life will change and you will gather, attract, manifest, whatever you want to call it, wealth toward yourself. And there's something to that just because of a person who's think what I mean, I think if you boil it down, it's like whatever, whatever you think about is the shit that happens. Whatever you spend most of your time thinking about, reading about, focusing on, spending your money on, that's the kind of stuff that manifests in your life. And that's, that's what he's talking about in here. And it's one of the things. So in my first ebook that I did there, You Don't Have to Die Broke. A lot of that is none of that's about trading or how to buy properties. I show a picture of a like for each chapter. I show a stock like 2012. I bought four thousand dollars of McDonald's, right? And the reason you would, I don't buy like that much anymore today. I do a lot of drip buying because every time we bought, we had to pay a commission. Like it originally was like forty seven dollars to buy a stock and forty seven dollars to sell a stock. Man, that's a lot of money, dude. Now that's 90 more dollars that would have went into the, your stock. Now imagine that over 20 stocks, a lot of transactions, a lot of fucking money, man, that you get to keep that's in the stocks now. So you, you actually have an advantage. Uh, if you sit and think of that, in the year 2018, 19, I paid $7,950 in commissions. And that was at a discount rate of nine bucks or seven bucks, whatever it was. So... I really began to notice that now with my activity that more money being in my account just because that I don't pay commissions anymore. Um, in, in, the, in, in the book, in chapter five is entitled Increasing Life. And you know, that's, that's what our account's about, right? Like we're trying to increase our accounts. That's what, that's what investing is about. We're trying to, we're trying to increase it. In chapter five, he talks with this idea, you must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there's a deity whose will it is that you should be poor or whose purpose may be served by keeping you in poverty. Now, we don't have this problem as much today. America used to be really religious. When I was a kid in the 80s, we had a wave 
of conservatism come over America and everywhere I was, everybody was a Baptist or Pentecostal, fundamental Christians, and it was these constant social battles against everything that wasn't what they perceived to be the right, the right way to live. And then now we see it where it's the opposite and it's liberal people or whatever they call themselves. And if you're not doing it their way, then you're the enemy. And I remember when I was a kid, it was the other way around. Like if you were liberal, it was the end. Like they've just flip-flopped. And, you know, truth's probably somewhere in the middle, right? <clears throat> um, but, in, but then religion was a big deal. And it was when, at the time he wrote this book, he says, you must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there's a deity whose will it is that you should be poor, whose purpose may be served by keeping you in poverty. The intelligent substance which is all and in all and which lives in all lives in you is a living, consciously living substance. Being a consciously living substance, it must have the nature and inherent desire of every living intelligence for increase of life. Every living thing must continually seek for the enlargement of its life because in the mere act of living must increase. Now you're like, wow, I know. You have to go back and read that. So this ain't like a book like you're going to read a fantasy telling you a story like you're gonna have to go back and read that again and that's just poetic language man he hey i hate to interrupt this podcast need to pay some bills it's free for you not free for me listen you need a place to trade you need like-minded people around you you want to surround yourself in an environment of people who can encourage you, uplift you, and maybe be there when you need some help. Now, it's a little hard to do that in the world we live in, always physically in front of you. You might not necessarily be surrounded by like-minded people. I know I'm not always. And having some connection or a group of people who understand some of the things you're thinking about, Not everybody's thinking about building wealth. Almost nobody is. Matter of fact, the world would encourage you not to think too much about it. I see content trying to encourage people. Don't stress about it. Don't, I don't know. I don't know what that is. But if you're looking for a place, you know, I run this little group called the Money Flow Trading Society. Most of you probably listen to this or in it. But we want other people. We want like-minded people because all of the money we want is in the pockets, purses, wallets, checkbooks, credit cards of other people. I can't watch the entire stock market, neither can others. And as a group, we can. As a group, we can keep a lot of eyes on a lot of things. And I find it it can be a very profitable proposition. It also can keep you in the game. And half the battle is just staying in the game. Listen, your confidence is not in your ability to execute trades that make money. Your confidence is not in to put, in, put money in investments that go up. Your confidence has got to come from your ability to get up tomorrow no matter what happens and do that shit again. Repetition is the mother of skill, okay? So if you don't have that kind of place, if you don't have that environment, reach out to me, okay? You could email me, text me, or DM me, right? You can get started. Simply go to my geraldpeters.info. But reach out to us. We'd love to have you. Yeah, there's a cost associated with it. And yes, you got to own my book. But if you stick with it, everyone who does is going to grow wealthier. You're going to get more knowledge. You're going to be more confident. You're going to be able to manage your own money. Hey, I look forward to trading with you.
he's, he's setting the stage. What he's saying there is, listen, you have as much right to everything, anything as anybody else. You have everything you need inside of you. The same creator that created that person created you, right? Now, we all have our own challenges, and that's what the, the he'll deal with that in a minute. But what he's saying is that it's an open playing field. And it, it really is today, man. It's really gotten better. Um, but today we don't struggle with religion as much as we did when I was a kid. I think today it's politics. And there's people that they can feel like, well, you know, I can't profit from that because of this. And they, then they start putting up all these, these barriers or they're, they're really against oil. And it's like, well, I, don't, I, 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 mean, I can't own oil stock. And you, you, you know what I mean? And, they, and, they, and all of a sudden their, their, their polit- politics takes over and they have to get out of stocks because, well, this guy was elected and it begins to affect their entire life. Well, when I was a kid, that was religion, man. Families would break up over it, falling out. Today, religion is, is politics. People are, you know, in, are really into it, into the drama. And I think when you get into that, if you're not careful, some of that will keep you poor. It'll keep you always fighting, always pissed. Your time and your energy is not on making money. It's not on getting ahead. It's not on more life, more prosperity. It can quickly turn into pointing and blaming. And you, you, know, you wanna be careful of that. You don't wanna get caught up in that, man. You gotta take care of yourself first. That's what he's trying to say here. You must get rid of the last fetish of the old ideas that there is a deity or a person or an entity or a people or a group that are trying to, should want to keep you poor on purpose. He's saying, lose all that shit, man. It ain't going to help you. Even if it's true, it's not going to help you. It's not going to have you in the right frame of mind to prosper, man. You got, you're too busy working this deal. You're too busy on this grind, man. You're too busy on this house. You ain't got time for all that bullshit. It's not that it's not true. It just doesn't involve you, man. That, that's how I've always taken that to mean. And maybe I've misinterpreted it. But if I'm about me and my family and my friends and in my area, like it's got to go out, right? So it starts with you and then the family and then mom and dad and then friends and then strangers and then the country, right? So I don't want people on the way outside of that layer you know what I mean? That onion layer that I just described. I'm probably going to get off it. I think the noise is too loud. The, don't let people that are further out on that layer get to you, man. You know, keep it tight. Intelligent substance, which is all and in all and which lives in all lives in you. It is a consciously living substance. In other words, life is it's always in there that inside of you. There's this thing, this living thing. It, it wants more, more food, more sex, more money, more houses, more. It wants more. I want more, man. I'm, you know, like and somebody might, there are people who say, oh, well, you want more. You must be greedy. It's like, no, man, you need to get rid of that, bro. The, the universe has enough for me and you. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not limited like you see, man. Like, or not you, but them. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't have that limit, limitation. People like me do live here, man. <laughs> we eat here, you know? It pisses me off that you got to dress up at fancy restaurants. 
I'm like, man, I can afford to be here. That's their place. They can make the rules. But it's like, why? Why? I just want to eat. You cooked it. Here's the money. But that's not the way it works, right? So we got to work within structure and within, and sometimes we got to do shit we don't want to do. I got to get dressed up or I can't eat there, you know? Now, other people may be like, well, man, I like to get dressed up. I don't. I mean, I don't like it. So you, you get what I'm next guy may not bother him at all. He's like, I don't care. Whatever. We'll dress up. Don't dress up. Right. Like life's too. Like everyone has different things, man. So but I don't want to let that stop me. Right. I don't want to let these things slow me down, man. So we always got something inside of us from that old, old shit, the old ways, the way shit used to be. It was bad for my dad. It was fucked up for him. It ain't fucked up for me. <laughs> you know, so I don't want to carry that with me, man. And it was tough for my mom, you know. It's easier for me. I got a beach house. My parents don't. You know, I got money. My parents don't. And it was harder for them. And my mom was a single mom. And my dad did smack her around and leave her. And she worked at a, as a waitress. Like, all that shit. Like, what you see. And then we lived in a trailer park. That was my life, man. That was my mom. It ain't mine. Do I need to bring that with me? Be like, you know what happened to my mom, man? Like, no, it don't make no sense, right? Her, her, her tragedy, I mean, that mess is, is a message, man. It's like, I don't want to do that. So I don't want to bring anything with me that I don't want to glorify it either, man. You know, people will glorify poverty to the point where it's like, man, you seem focused on poverty. Seems like you're in it. Like, I don't, you know, and one of the things this book will say that is controversial, man, there's some controversial shit in the science of getting rich. And I know a lot of my followers don't really read it because sometimes when I post it, they're like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Why I'm like, it's right in the book. I've been telling you about the book. First day you met me, I said, you should read this book. Like, those are my, that's what I, I believe it, man. Because it, you choose what you believe. I figured that out, man. Like, we choose. We choose what we love. Isn't that some magical shit like Cupid hits you with an arrow and now you're uncontrolled? No, you choose what you put your attention on. You choose what you put your mind on. And so, which made me a creator. And I'm like, what do you mean? Meaning I can create. And so I don't have to bring their baggage over here with me. I didn't have that problem or I don't have to bring that problem back up, right? If, if, if they have problems with debt, I don't. I could be debt free and rich and I don't have to feel bad about it at all. That's what he's saying. You must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there is a deity, government, political party, social group, whose will it is that you should... He didn't say all that. I added that. Whose will it is that you should be poor or whose purpose may be served by keeping you in poverty, keeping you pissed off, keeping you... Look over here, man. Look over here. Don't look at this. You know? And it's like, now, nah, man. I don't need to do that. I'm going to jump ahead for a second. A seed dropped into the ground springs into activity. In the act of living, it produces hundreds more seeds. Life by living multiplies itself. It is forever becoming more. It must do so if it continues to be at all. I mean, that, that feeling you, I want to be more, do more, and have more, that shit is natural, man. Don't ever feel, and like most of you are like, I ain't got no hang up. I don't, but there are people that do due to religious reasons, due to social reasons, due to like racial reasons. Like they have some shit that fucks them up that really honestly doesn't have to. 
Like you're just choosing to keep it. You're choosing to let that person's opinion of you affect you. You're choosing to let what your dad thinks about real estate investing or what your dad thinks about the stock market or what, you know, like, like I meet people all the time and it's their spouse, dude. And it's like, why aren't you, why don't you guys do that? And he's like, oh, my wife doesn't like it. And I go, what does she know about it? And he's like, what do you mean? Does she, has she studied it or anything? No. Okay. So you're not going to get rich because of that? Because an uneducated person said no? It's like, come on, man. Like, let's break this down into its simplest. What is it? For, it may not be a deity or a God that holds you back. You must get rid of the last vestige of an old eye. Man, this book is deep, dude. We ain't even got three sentences in. We got to go to eight more podcasts. People read this cursorily. Man, I've been reading this book for 20 years. You can't even begin to comprehend it. You read it one time. There's so much in one sentence on some of this stuff, man. That as you begin to watch life observant of the money flows, you watch life and you lay this over just like you would lay indicators over a stock chart. And you'll see these things coming in your life. And you may think, well, I don't have this old idea of a deity. And it's like, no, that's because he wrote it in 1905, dude. Fast forward 120 years, we talk different. But it's the same hangups, man. People had the same hangups in 1905, same issues with their parents, same shit drama with their brother, the breakup with their wife, the drug use, sexual assault, going to prison, getting a bad grade at school, you know, your friend lies to you. Like, ain't, ain't nothing new, man. Ain't nothing new going on with you that ain't been going on forever, man. You ain't doing shit original. Neither am I. We wake up, to, they've been waking up since human beings lived here. And then they're like, oh, I think I'm hungry. Or I need to wash my face. Like, what, I mean, what are you doing that's unique and original? You know, think about it. That's what he's saying here. Substance is all and in all and which lives in all and lives in you is a consciously living substance. Everyone goes basically the same shit, man. We get hungry, tired, horny, excited, fearful. These are all normal emotions. And along the way, there's been gods created. And they're like, oh, if you think like that, you should, you're, you're bad. You did what? You're bad. You need to confess. And that's what people do. Whatever God you decide you're into, whatever your punishment is. And we elect that, Right? We choose that. We go in the door over there. And that's not a treaty against religion by any stretch of imagination. I'm just saying that because, you know, cool. I got a lot of religious friends. You know, I'm not a religious guy. I don't know what I believe anymore, to be honest. I know that I know that these things here, that ins- I want more. I want more everything, man. I want more stocks, more real estate. I want more beach houses, I want more property. I mean, I've only been in New Orleans a year and I'm looking to buy another one. I want more and fucking more and fucking more and more. I want more dividends. I want more steak dinners. I want more and more and more and more and more and more. And you're like, well, what is that? I'm like, that's, that's just my natural state, man. That's me being me. If I'm in the flow, well, the natural state of the flow is to get more, 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 be more, do more, have more, right? 
So that's where I come from this. So it's like, okay, am I, am I doing that? You know, that's the point of the buckets, you know, to back up. There's three keys, right, to life, health, wealth, and mindset. The three areas. This shit here, the science of getting rich, this is the mindset stuff, man. Right, the health stuff, you know what to do. Do, do what you do, man. And then, and then the, and, and the mind, you know, for me, this was the science of getting rich. Everything I do, if you look at any GP video, any YouTube video, podcast things, books I've written, if you were to pick up the science of getting rich, you'd find the fucking chapter. You'd be like, oh, I, he clipped this. Look at this. And he's like, yep. It's a blueprint. Man, I ain't ever come up with anything. The way I learned to buy real estate, I was a chance encounter. I learned about chance encounters in the science of getting rich. And then a guy wrote it down. And I said, thank you. And I left. And I just went and did it. I didn't go ask my mom, hey, man. Hey, mom. I'm thinking about buying some real estate. Chapter 5 of Science Getting Rich said you must get rid of the last vestige, the old idea that there's a deity whose will it is that you should be poor, whose purpose it is served by keeping you in poverty. Or you get rid of the idea that your parents or your peer group or whoever you hang out, hey, guys, hey guys, you think I should buy some investment property? No, man, don't do that. People will be calling you at 2 a.m. That's what my dad said. But see, I didn't ask him to buy it. I didn't even ask him give a fuck what they're doing like they weren't where I wanted to be dude not, that's no disrespect to my parents like I love my parents but it's like I'm not going to my dad and go hey man how do we climb Mount Everest like he's not, he doesn't climb mountains so I knew I was like okay I need to make I want to, I want to make some money I want to, in my mind it was a million dollars I thought if you get to a million dollars you're good I mean, I used to think that. Now, then I get to a million, you realize, okay, we're just getting started. You know, then you get to two and it's like, okay, now I'm scared. Shit, I might lose it. You get to three, then you have a moment where you're like, man, I'm getting this. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting this down. And then you, at three, you realize, I don't know shit. <laughs> That's what you figure out. Because you're thinking, because you, now you're meeting people that got 10, 20. And they don't even work that hard. They don't work that hard. Because as the number grows exponentially, the work level goes down. Did you know that? The more money you make, actually, a lot of times, the less work you do. And I don't mean at work, work, like at your job. That's, that comes with more work. See, when you get more real estate, it actually doesn't. Because you begin to create systems and you can manage 10 properties just as easy as you can manage one, except you're getting 10 checks. It's like, it's weird. And the actual work level actually doesn't go double and triple, quadruple, it doesn't do that, man. It's, it's bizarre how the effect, same with dividend stocks. Like I collect about 2,700 a month in dividends. Every once in a while, you get smacked, dividends get cut here and there, blah, blah, blah. But then it starts to go back up again. And it was like, not that long ago, I was saying 2,000. Not that long before that, I was saying 1,000. Like, it just goes up and up and up. Because every time you get the 2,700, if you put it back in and you add another 2,700, that's five. And if you did that every month, that's fucking 60. And if you're getting – my portfolio average is like 5.5% yield. Well – 
you, you, you do that on, on another 60 and then you do it for a couple more years, another 60, another 60 plus that compound plus what was in the next thing. You know, it's fucking growing exponentially. Well, why? It says right here, man. A seed dropped into the ground, springs into activity, and the act of living, in other words, just owning the stock. Damn, we only read five sentences. We go for 10,000 hours on this book. That's why I had to do a podcast on the book. Because you can do a whole show on the first sentence. How we apply that to life, how we see our money, how we see ourselves our energy levels, our belief systems, our value systems. You know, a seed dropped into the ground, springs into activity, and in the act of living, produces a hundred more seeds. That's pretty true. I don't know if you know that. Like you may think, well, that's just a flower leaf full of language. It's like, no, actually, that is actually how tomatoes work. If you actually plant a tomato seed, one seed will grow an entire plant that has how many tomato seeds on it. That's principle of multiplication. The universe is designed to do that. I don't know if you know that. It's designed to do that. And then it trends, by the way, too. You're like, what do you mean? It trends. They have bumper crop, bumper crop, bumper crop, bumper crop. Oh, shit, problems. There's no hurricanes, no hurricanes, no hurricanes. It's a trend. And then it, oh shit, now we got a lot. And then it's like every year, every year. It, that's Nature does this, man. Nature's the example. So one tomato produces 100. You're supposed to produce 100, by the way. You're supposed to multiply, man. You're supposed to make more a day than you need. Every day you should have excess. Every day of energy, ex, every day, man. Like the trick, to, like see, when you're homeless, you diet, you you intake everything, right? Like they're still living, so they're getting something, and they eat it all, and then they sleep where they're at. Then there's next level. Well, we got a little 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 apartment, little house, whatever, right? We're not homeless. Or maybe we got maybe there's another level, the the shitty apartments, shitty trailers, the shitty thing, right? be like, fuck, I'd almost rather have a tent. But it, there's that level. And it go from that to second home. I'm at my second home, man. You ain't got to have a lot of money to have a second home, by the way. It ain't as much as you would think. I got three of them. So think of that. Three electric bills. Five refrigerators. But six toilets. For one, for one part, that's ridiculous, right? Add it up, man. And you got other people, like, as soon as I leave my house today in New Orleans, there's going to be a dude just sitting on the street, homeless, I'm leaving my third house. You know, what, five refrigerators, we said? Five AC units on those three houses. Like, think of that. For one person, for me, this guy is nothing. And that's the way the universe is, man. And there's, there's, there's vestiges you must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there's a deity, social group, organization, whose will it is that you should be poor, or whose purpose may be served, meaning their purpose is served. Uh-huh. If you're poor, they get more life. Some organizations feed off it, man. You're like, what do you mean? They feed off the misery of others. They wouldn't exist without it. 
In other words, if you solve the problem, they're out of a job. Uh-huh. Think on that, man. You ever call a tree guy and go, hey, man, think we should cut that tree down? Yeah, I think you should. You go to a back doctor who thinks you need a back surgery. You know, so we got to be careful. That's what he's warning you there. Be careful. People profit off your misery. They need misery. So their advice may lead to misery. That's all he's saying, man. Be careful of that. And I'm saying don't have any input on that. I'm just saying be aware of it. Be aware of it, man. That's why I don't give to the NRA, man. I'm a big-time gun activist. I don't give money to gun associations. For that reason, man, Science Getting Rich is a trippy book, man. It'll sum up a lot of things for you, man. It makes things easy. Other things people struggle with, I ain't got no struggle with. I already, I, it says right here, makes it easy for me, man. We choose what we believe, man. And if I can have a belief system that takes better care of me, by extension, takes better care of anyone who lives with me, right? Because if you live with me and I got three houses, by extension, you have three houses, my kids, right? You get what I'm saying? Oh, guess who else gets helped? My house cleaner. Guess who else gets helped? My pool guy. Guess who else gets helped? Man, a whole lot of people eat off GP, man. Electricians, plumbers, Home Depot, my insurance agent. I got like 20-some insurance policies, right, for all the properties. A lot of people eat off me, man. A lot of people reap off my prosperity, and then I begin to share that. I would just freely share that. I ain't got to give, no, be like, oh, could you donate? I ain't got to, man. I already gave to the world, man. I'm giving to the world every day. I'm trying to teach them how to fish. Like, I want them to be rich, not, not, not give, feed them today. Now, there's people that need to do that. I'm just trying to explain to you how I see it. And it's like, you, you can't help people if you can't help people. And, and so that's what he's talking about there. That last fest is the old idea. And it may not be a religion. It may not be a social group. It might be your brother. It might be your job. It might be your need to live in this one town. We're never going to leave this 40-mile area of planet Earth. And it's like, oh, my God. I mean, you were born and you're going to die. And there's an entire planet Billions of people, unlimited opportunity, unlimited money. And you narrow it down and decided you're going to live it all in this little dot on this giant. We're good? good. On this giant. Sorry, I got people working at my like now. If that if that makes you happy, do it. I'm talking to the person who struggles with that. You must get rid of the last vestiges of the old idea that there's a deity, location, place, person, church, whose will it is that you should be poor, whose purpose may be served by keeping you in poverty. You can replace that with anything. So as you read this book, there's a whole section in here where Wallace Waddles talks about the new technology being railroad trains. And like, in fact, it's like, no, it's Google. It's fucking Bitcoin. It's like, that's constantly changing. It was the Blackberry when cell phones first came out. It was Heinz Ketchup 
was a technology growth company when it first came out. They figured out how to bottle this shit and ship it everywhere. They were a growth tech. They were the Roku of their day. The Spotify, radio stations when they first went public, trains would go bankrupt. Like this, none of this shit is new, man. There's nothing new. Government interference, fraud, stock manipulation. That is as old as human beings. You're not doing anything new and neither am I. We live in that, that is to our advantage. Now we know, oh wait, they did, you done this before? Yeah, so back to what I was saying in the beginning. I didn't have a hang up because of a deity. That has never been a problem of mine. I did have a hang up because my family didn't do shit like that. So they didn't talk about stocks at the dinner table. My dad didn't openly talk about owning a bunch of properties. He didn't walk around going, man, we need to get a mountain house, don't you think? Like, he didn't talk like that. We lived in a trailer. Nobody was talking. Like, if we were going on vacation, we were loading in the car and going to grandma's house. I mean, you know. So, that my vestige, like in the book, you must get rid of the last vestige, the old idea that it was like, okay, this is how we do things. This is how we live. And it's like, no. I bumped into someone and he's like, oh, you want to be a millionaire? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, dude, that's easy. He was almost laughing at me. He goes, watch, this is easy. How much money you have? And I said, I got $15,000. He goes, this is what you do. He has a pen in his hand and he draws a little stick figure house. And he goes, here's what you do. Go look on the HUD list. Cause back in then you could buy HUD homes. I, I didn't know what that meant. He goes, go look at foreclosures. He told me all this weird shit, foreclosures, blah, blah, blah. And real estate agent could help you with that. That was the one part of what he told me. It was kind of weird. He goes, you're going to put 20% down. You're going to finance the rest, 80% with the bank. And then you're going to try to get $200 a door profit after mortgage taxes and insurance. You go fix it. You paint it. He goes, do that 10 times and you're easily a millionaire. I'm like, that's it? He's like, that's it. And I'm like, huh. Now, here's where... You must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there is a deity whose will it is that you should be poor. Because here's what you do. You go ask your mom, Mama, I'm thinking about buying some real estate. And Mama's never owned real estate, never lived in a house other than her own, maybe. Right? So she don't understand that. Baby, that's risky. You need to keep your money in the bank. Keep your, don't, 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 don't listen to those guys on YouTube. Keep your money in the bank. That's, I mean, that, there's, a lot, there's a lot of that, dude. Or a lot of their wife won't let them do it or a lot of this, a lot of that. And you could apply that at stocks, whatever, apply it across the board. I just saw it a lot in real estate. Here's what I did. I got shown that. Now, I didn't know this to be true. And we didn't, and back then was dial up internet. So I had to go plug the shit in, go through there and I start looking. And there's things on the internet about it. Huh. And then he goes, hey, read this book. And he gives me this book. And I read the whole book that night. And it basically said the same shit he just told me. Just for fucking chapters. He, he summarized it over a beer and a fucking piece of paper. And, I, and I, I had that paper for a long time. I don't have it anymore. I wish I would have kept it. It'd be cool to put in books. And so I just came to my wife and I said, hey, here, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> it wasn't optional. It's not, these things aren't optional. And I said, we're going to go and we're going to buy... Ba 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 ba. That's what we did, man. And then we left. And I didn't ask anyone else's permission. I just 
called her. I just started looking and, and went by. I didn't go ask AP, hey, man, you think this is a good idea? I didn't say, well, what do you think about a, what do you think about a, you know, multifamily versus, I didn't know any of that. I just went to buy a fucking house. Okay. So then I said, well, I got 15 grand. He said 20%. So that means I can only buy a $75,000 house. So listen, he says, you must get rid of the last vestiges of the old idea that there is a DD, uh, 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 right there. You could say prices are too high in my area. Well, maybe not. Maybe if you learn some other ways to buy properties, it's not. See, so we can replace that with anything. Anything that gives you your real, right there, we can figure it out. We can replace it. That's what he's trying to say is that inside of you, that feeling you feel is natural. You're supposed to have more. Don't feel bad about it at all. You're supposed to have 10, 12 houses. Feel good about it. Shit, brag about it. A lot of people today are like, oh, no, you don't want to do that, man. Why? It makes people feel bad. Okay. So what are they doing to you there, man? What are they doing? You ever hear this, man? Like, they don't, people don't like that, man. Not, there is a lot of people that naturally do not like. They don't want it. Like, they don't want to hear that. Like, something's like being rich or having more than you need. They, they think there's a lot of people that see that as bad. You know, they see it bad. Like, why would you post that? Like, what do you mean? Why would you put, like, it's cool. And they see it as bad, man. And I know a lot of you aren't that way, but I, I bet you've seen it or feel it on it. That's what he's talking about there. It could be an organized religion. It could be in that feeling. It could be in your family. And if you're not careful, if you go to them, they're going to shoot you down, man. My experience, just start doing it. They'll get on board. That's the way to do it, man. Hey, I didn't want to babble too long. I, uh, those, those chainsaws were... Man, it was hard to think. They were loud, man. Hope you guys have a good week. It looks like the steam came out of this market rally we had going on. That's unfortunate. Um, hang in there. Some new trades I've put on recently. Tesla, Amazon, um, Bark is a new one. It was breaking out a little while ago. Dash, we upgraded. It was starting to look like it was breaking out. One of these breakouts off the bottom will be the bottom. That's the way it always works. And I, I say it all the time. I can buy the bottom. I might buy all of them, but I can buy it. I mean, and they all look the same, man. So <clears throat> anything I can do for you, just let me know. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Told myself I would make them till people listened. Then I keep making them as long as they listen. So as long as you listen, I'm going to keep making them. I know I ramble. I know I get off topic at times, and maybe that sounds like I'm, I'm lost. I try to bring it back. Um, I do like speaking. I do like talking and sharing my passion and love for trading, investing, and just building and growing wealth. And I appreciate everyone who appreciates such things, man. I love you guys. I love the Money Flow Trading Society, the MFG. It's a huge, it's, it's, it's hours and hours of my day every day trying to support those people in those group. And you guys are awesome. And I appreciate your support of me. Let's uh, close out. All the music you hear on the podcast, by the way, is local New Orleans music. As I go about my day when I'm at my home in New Orleans, I record music that I hear. Um, 
We're going to close it out with one of the bars that I like to hang out in. It's called the Maple Leaf. This is just a random Tuesday night on the Maple Leaf. We'll close out the podcast with this. God bless. Thank you.